Hello guys and welcome to number four, I lost count then nearly, of the Outspoken 30s podcast with me and Natalie. Oh, I don't know where the week's gone already. Last week's podcast um, went out a bit late, so I'm not sure if many people have listened to that one yet. But this one, I decided to put some question, uh, like a poll out on Instagram to ask questions. And this week's subject is my training fitness journey to date. Um, So I suppose I'll give you a little bit of background um, in regards to my level of fitness growing up and that kind of stuff. I wasn't into training as a kid. Um, Honestly, I used to dread PE and having to do, what was it called? Cross country. Oh my God literally could not stand cross country it's like my day of a nightmare I used to get really out of breath um and I think as an adult I actually realized that I had what they call exercise induced asthma which I did not know was a thing but I will tell you about when I discovered that a little bit later on um I used to hate everything literally all sports and I just did netball because I was tall and that was it never really got into anything in particular um, just sort of wasn't interested. Uh, fast forward. Um, I mean, now you see kids are like, you know, from 11, 12, 13 upwards doing all sorts in the gym. And I think it's amazing. Like I wish I'd always a bit more exposed to that as a kid, but you know, it's not the end of the world. I actually appreciate my journey as an adult even more so now because I didn't do it as a kid. Um, I do like, I think I said in my previous podcast, Actually, I believe that putting kids into some sort of activity in regards to fitness or, you know, a skill or a sport or, you know, that kind of thing is really good for confidence. And I think that not having anything like that as such probably did have an effect on me as a kid. Um, I remember, I do remember actually, because I think... One thing I want to cross over in this podcast, which I know it could probably make its own, but um, is because obviously with fitness and training becomes your image and your body and how you perceive your body when you're training or when you're not training and how it can play tricks on you. And I always remember as a kid, I hated my legs, like literally despised my legs. And I could see as a a kid, I didn't know what they were. I'd see stretch marks on my bum, uh, on my legs. And I'd be like, oh, my legs are horrible. And I always wanted to hide my legs as a kid. I hate, honestly. As a teenager, I just obviously didn't know. It wasn't out there and as exposed as it is now that stretch marks are absolutely fine. Like we're growing, that's just normal. But literally, I was just always so paranoid, especially my, basically my ass. Um, And there's nothing wrong with it. Like now, you know, we've probably got even more because my bum has got bigger and bigger over the years. All the squats and lunges. Um, yeah, I wasn't probably very body confident as a kid and I suppose I was fairly skinny. Um, I think I had my moments of like up and down, but I wasn't like a fat kid or anything. I hate saying the word fat kid, but I wasn't like a big kid minus being a giant, obviously. Like I think having height helped. When I was 18, I was pretty skinny. Like if I showed pictures, which obviously I can't do on a podcast, you'd see I was just like a stick. And then obviously everything kind of goes downhill after 18, but going out drinking, eating crap, like eventually 
a lot of years of abusing my body and not really looking after it did eventually, you know, I did end up putting weight on and because I wasn't really paying attention because I was a kid, technically still a kid at 18. I mean, I'm an adult, but really, when you're 18, what do you actually know? Um, I think my problem is I've got a terrible memory, so a lot of it's a bit of a blur. But I think around 18, 19, I did start to try and go to the gym. And my going to the gym was basically... I think I used to spend like 45 minutes on the cross trainer. It was just cardio because I didn't, I was I was scared of weights. And I remember back then going into the gym, I was pretty terrified. I mean, like, don't want to talk to me, please don't want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to anyone because it is such an intimidating place. And you know what? It was a really small gym local to me in Earlham that I used to go to. Um, I'm, in, I'm in Monton now, but I used to live in Earlham. And yeah, I didn't enjoy it. Really, I just kind of went um, as something to do. And I think a few years down the line, I think I was very intermittent with it. I'd still go out and get drunk and obviously defeat the objects of me actually going to the gym. Um, and then a few years later, I decided to draw on some kettlebell classes. I think my best friend was going to them first. From memory, I'm sure Beck was going to them first. Um, but I could stand corrected when Beck listens to this podcast and tells me after. Um, so yeah, please let me know on that one, Beck. Um, yeah, so I think I used to, I used to go to like crazy o'clock, 6am kettlebell classes, which anyone who knows me knows I hate mornings. Like, a passion. I am not, like, I'm not, not a morning person in terms of, like, when I'm awake, don't talk to me. It's just I don't like getting up. Anyway, I used to do 6am Betts kettlebell classes, and I think it's funny because having Facebook, because I am that era, I, you get flashbacks where you get stories up of things that, you know, when it pops up, time hop type stuff, comes back on you and you're like, this is what you did so many years ago. And you're like, oh my God, the crazy times when I used to go to kettlebell. I also very much cringe at anything I used to write on Facebook, but I refuse to delete Facebook because I do love a good throwback. And it is basically a photo album of me looking terrible. But hey, we all grow, don't we? So yeah, I used to go to kettlebell classes and just push myself. And then I wasn't really that bothered I, I wasn't I was I, I was because I was still young I was in still all right shape for what eight for my age um I think and then it was when I turned oh god 25 26 like 25 era when I'm sure it was that was the year that me and Beck went traveling for two months and then I come back and I have to think when I come back I went to New York and I've got a picture of me in this like Victoria's Secret uh underwear but actually this underwear like the bra was like what did someone's call it someone said it was like um honestly it was like a parachute it's so big like it would not fit me over at all now my boobs are massive because obviously i'd put so much weight on um and i, st- I come with being tall i've always carried it okay but uh my size is not massively gone i've not gone massive but i've been like a size 12 and now currently i'm size eight um, depending on the pants and obviously my ass getting in them, but in general, size eight ten. Um, now size twelve, there's nothing wrong with being a size twelve whatsoever. Um, but I was an unhealthy size twelve, as in like I didn't really look after my body. I was just drinking all the time, and even at like twenty five, twenty six, I was just drinking and thinking I can go out, and then next day still go training and still be okay. Clearly not. Um, so yeah, I 
got into, I suppose when I was about 25, I don't necessarily know the exact turning point of me being like, what's going on? But I did also at one point, I'm sorry, I'm a bit scatty here. I can't write lists because if I do, it'll end up even longer. I did at one point get into swimming for quite a bit. Um, got, I don't know why I went through a swimming phase, but I did. And I did that for so long and then realised it's a pain in the ass when you've got hair that's really long and blonde. So I did eventually stop that, but I was used to, I used to do that before I, uh, I went to work. And then I think from the cycle, no, no, from the swimming phase became a cycling phase. And I um, was cycling everywhere. And I think actually, was I really into the gym at this point? I think this was like the point when I started to get into the gym when I was about 25, 26. And I hired a PT called Lee. Um, and I think he's still doing it, but he was in oh what to say Glaseberry, I think that's what it's called. And it was my friend who was going to him. And then I oh, everyone else just inspires me. Now this friend, Charlotte, if she listens to the podcast, I think she went to him for five minutes and then stopped going. Um she, she's not made for the gym. She doesn't have the time or the energy. She's also got two kids, so you know, yeah, it is what it is. But she was going to him at one point, um, when she had more of you know more time on hands. And then I started going and then I was going more and I was going all the time. And then actually I ended up getting into the cycling. I used to cycle there, which used to take me even longer. So I'd cycle there, do a session and cycle back. And I think this was like a turning point when um, I was single, I want to say. Yeah, I was. And I was dating people and getting messed around. And like it used to just like really get to me, um, getting messed around all the time. And I think... My hormones were everywhere and I didn't really know. I just felt like nothing was making me happy and I just was being messed around left, right and centre. And I think I just used to go and cycle, get out of the house and it would make me feel so much better. I'd cycle it out, basically. Uh, it's quite funny now because my other best friend has now, she's got a peloton and she cycles and that's like her kind of therapy. Um, but... Cycling kind of was my therapy at the time. And then I was also doing the PT, which was really enjoyable. I was getting pushed by someone else because I didn't really know at the time what I was doing. So it's quite nice to be pushed by somebody. And then I got into ladies fit CrossFit that I found out about. I can't remember who I found out about from, but I made a few friends from there as well. And it was a small class. And while it was on, it was amazing. Um... There was a girl called Kendall who used to do the class and absolutely just kill me off. And this was the point when I realised I actually had what I thought was exercise-induced asthma. So basically, when I exercised, my heart rate would just go really high and then my chest would get really tight. Um, and, yeah, those classes were hard, man. Like, they're one of those that they, they pop up on Facebook because they were like, the Facebook was the place to post back then. It's not anymore. And yeah, they were killer. Uh, I, I, I always knew I wasn't really meant for CrossFit, but I've always tried to push myself. And at this point, I was still being pushed by other people. And I think once the ladies fit stopped, and I also, I think I stopped going to Lee, I think, eventually. And I actually ended up in a relationship. And in that relationship, I did get shit for... Um, wasting money going to the these classes and stuff, and that kind of made me feel. And the fact that I didn't really know what I was doing at the gym, and just 
didn't really see it at the time, but yeah, the person didn't make me feel good about myself, but I still went to the gym and still tried to do what I could. And I used to train with Becky then, and we used to, you know, we used to do what we could. And it, then it comes to a point where I was like, I really just don't know what I'm doing. So I downloaded uh, the Emily Sky Fit program because I'd seen that Emily Sky had like been absolutely massive pregnant and then got back in shape and looked amazing. And not that I was obviously massive pregnant, but I thought if she can do it, anyone can. And she was probably my most inspiration online at the time. And I was just going to the gym and going and going and going and going and just doing what I could. And... I think once I started to be in there more, I started to feel more comfortable. I think the problem with training and going into the gym is that the reason you feel intimidated because you feel like you don't know what you're doing and you feel like if you don't know what you're doing and you're doing it wrong, you're going to get stared at left, right and centre. And chances are, you know, people are probably going to look, but only, I suppose, a way to look at this, like only people who have got just like nothing else better to do, will either talk about you behind your back or come over and say something in like probably not the most helpful way. Like I think even as a even as a PT, it's hard to approach people and tell someone that they're doing it not very right and someone not want to get the back up. I think it's one of the, probably the hardest parts of being a PT, but even if you really want to help someone, how do you tell them that there's a better way to do it? Like... You know, if you, especially if you don't know the person, you don't know how they're going to take it. So, um, I've I've been there in the intimidated phase of you know training, and it just takes a lot of time and a lot of consistency. And I think when I used to go, you went with my friend, and I think that's how some people start. They go with the friends, and then they feel comfortable, and it's like that that big step of just doing it on your own and just going on your own, um. And pushing yourself and just I think one of the biggest things for me was getting headphones and switching off from everyone around me like that gets you in the zone and you just switch off from everyone else because as soon as you can hear other people you pay more attention and therefore you don't really con- excuse me about the on you don't really concentrate on what you're doing so that would be one of my biggest tips for anyone who's getting into training is make sure you've got headphones on and also, if you're struggling, like a lot of the gyms now have apps in the gym and they, they have plans, of, and if you're just brand new to it, just follow something very basic. I think that was the Emily Sky Fit stuff massively helped me gain more confidence with training. And I think from the Emily Sky Fit stuff was when I then eventually got into like headstands and handstands. And obviously, when the rest is history, I spent my life upside down. But actually, it wasn't until I started training handstands that I actually then ended up finding out about other types of trainers and training with different people who, like, you know, gymnasts, hand balancers, circus people, just your normal people. And actually, like, realising all the different types of people that are out there that could actually help you. Um, But I think in my fitness journey, there's been a lot of turning points into why I've trained so I think when I first um got into the Emily Sky Fit program I think that was actually after breaking up with my ex I was like I'm on a mission now I'm going to do this and I needed something to focus on myself 
and I needed to get out of the rut that I was in because I was really down after this relationship and it actually made me feel like shit, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I've ever felt so shit about myself ever in my life apart from that. And that was about five years ago now. Um, I'm a different person now to what I was then and I think that was when I realised I realised that I need to work on me and not worry about anything else and fitness basically did that for me. And I just got probably a little bit obsessed with the training but it massively helped and it, I felt like it was my therapy at the time like it massively got me through a lot of stuff that I was probably going through at the time and my brain has just had a, a like a brain fart and I forgot what I was saying <laughs> this is why you should write things down Natalie I am doing a monologue apologies but then again I am talking to myself in a room so we roll um, <laughs> so, my, my brain is gone. My brain is totally gone. This is what happens when I go on one completely. So, with my training, um, yes, I was training originally. This has come back to me now. I was training really hard, and actually, at this point, so before, I'm just trying to figure out my dates because. I'm pretty sure that, ooh, yes, I did go travelling. So I got into fitness when I, obviously, with the, when I'd come back from travelling. And my key focus then was the way I looked. And I wanted to change the way I looked because I wasn't happy with how I looked. And it wasn't about anything else but that because I just saw and looked in the mirror and thought, yeah. You just look shit, basically. I've, all, you know, I've spent a lot of years being negative towards myself and I try my best to be more positive these days, but we all have our days, you know, we do. We all have our days of just like, oh, God, I look like shit today. But sometimes, you know, I don't take it too deep. It's just more of a on-the-chin sort of thing. Anyway, so, yeah, those are the periods before I got with my ex at the time, because I'm about 33 now, yeah trying to get my dates mixed up I'm getting my dates mixed up so before I got with my ex at the time I used to train like mad and I actually went really really skinny because then obviously I was doing the cycling and you know getting really into fitness and I lost loads of weight and I actually I actually look back now and I look so skinny it's actually a bit ridiculous um and it wasn't that I didn't have any muscle I just and I did but I didn't really have much I did weight training but nothing heavy at the time um so at that that point in my life it was more about I'm just gonna lose weight because I want to be skinny that's all I want I was bothered about looking skinny and I probably have a unhealthy amount of before and afters like I was obsessed and you know I think especially when people have been big than what they maybe used to be or well obviously we all started off small and then you get bigger um but when people have gone quite big and then they lose weight, they could become obsessed with how they look. And I think it just, it, I think it definitely took its toll on me because I'd just become obsessed. But I still tried to out-train a bad diet as well. So I wasn't really doing it the right way. And I think once I started to get, you know, once I got into a certain shape, um, I just tried to maintain it. And when I was with my ex at the time, it was just more about maintaining it and not really bothered as such 
I thought, you know, just I'll go a few times a week and, you know, I went to the gym. It wasn't anything crazy. It was like what probably what I do now. And then I come out of the relationship and then I wanted to focus on myself again and it was more, like, it was more about actually... It kind of was how I looked, but actually I wanted to be strong, like actually be strong for me and, you know, be fit and not just, right, I want to be skinny. And, you know, the whole strong, not skinny phase, it was massive years and years and years ago. And it still is now, strong, not skinny. Um, And um, that's when I kind of got into the Endless Guide Fit programme and I wanted to be strong and do more stuff. And I followed that programme for a fair bit of time and then I got into the handstands and then following on from handstands, I wanted to get stronger to be able to do handstands and then I worked with various different people and realised that there's more to it, you know, than just the lightweight sort of stuff and I got into... I'm trying to think who got me in to the heavy weights. My brain. (laughs) I'm trying to think when I first got into, like, actually squatting... Um, I think I tried on my own potentially Um, it's so bad for remembering stuff I think there was a guy that I dated potentially and he took me to the gym to start lifting heavy and then that's when I kind of got a bit of a taste for it and then my other friend who I then ended up training with and actually getting quite strong in Covid Uh, because don't tell anyone we had somewhere to train um it was a private private space and there's only two of us so it's over now sue me sue me um don't sue me please whoever listening please do not sue me so i got then obsessed with being super super strong and i think the issue is that you know when you have a goal i find you become obsessed with that goal but it's how you act when maybe you don't hit that goal of looking a certain way or being able to lift a certain way. And I think that frustration of not being able to like, oh, I can't lift that weight or oh, I don't look that good. It's dealing with that that actually is probably the hardest part. And when I was training the heavyweights, um, the person I was training was like, just use your anger to lift, use your anger to lift and actually, it must have, I'm not an angry person, really. I can be frustrated, but I'm not an angry person. And I did used to channel that anger. And I was training like four or five times a week then. I was training an insane amount, which is probably why my legs are the size they are now. And honestly, I did get, I did let the frustration get to me, which I don't think to a degree is that healthy of like, I just be giving myself shit when I couldn't do stuff. And I think becoming a coach, actually, and coaching people handstands, the same applies with handstands. Like, if I couldn't do it, I'd be like, I'm shit, can't do it, can't do it, I'm shit. And I think, actually, becoming a coach and helping other people is, like, probably one of the turning points for me in terms of actually, um, oh, my gosh, this weather. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to hear it. If there's any lightning or thunder, I do apologise. It's one of the turning points for me in terms of actually being... Like, being patient with other people, which I can, and being other people's cheerleader is easy, but then actually learning to be my own cheerleader and learning to actually give myself credit and know that I can do stuff and actually believe 
in myself that I can lift the heavy weight or, you know, if I don't do it, it's not the end of the world. Maybe I've not had enough sleep, I've not had enough to drink or water-wise or, do you know what I mean, like I've not had enough to eat the day before, like I've not had enough protein or... And there's all these different things that you've got to take into consideration, especially when you're training. And if you haven't give yourself, you'll give your body the optimum level of stuff it needs, it might not perform in the best way. So I suppose it's quite actually been a very up and down journey with my training. And now handstands, I am, I'm probably not training as much handstands as what I was. Maybe because now I am, like, I know if even if I don't do them for a week, I can still do them. But I don't, I do get annoyed sometimes when I can't do something, but I'm just like, well, it is what it is. Like, maybe it's just not, it's not, it's not the best day. And I do still push myself to the extreme. But I, I am a lot kinder than what I used to be. And it's still a work in progress because, like I say, I still give myself shit, but I'm a lot kinder to myself in my training, I think. So I've had more recently two different PTs, and the first one uh, was with a guy called Tom, and he is a bodybuilder, really good at his bodybuilding sport, and I wanted to train with him because I kind of wanted to go through the process of... I wanted to trial it and see if it was for me, which it clearly wasn't. But the whole bulking, leaning up, that leaning up, you know, um, shredding process. And for me, actually, so I shredded. It took a long time because I wasn't, I'm not great with nutrition. To a degree, I thought, actually, I lost five kilograms and people noticed. And then I had to bulk again. And to me, that meant just going, I just went the opposite way. And ever since, actually, I've just been probably overeating. So I've got, and I think having the structure of eating a certain amount and being more strict with my diet was good, but almost like then saying you've got to eat more to then put, you know, put muscle on the whole process actually then just screwed me over. And I didn't, I actually discovered that I do not enjoy the bodybuilding process. So I've kind of, um, I mean, I enjoy being skinny, but actually, like, oh, I can be a little bit bigger and still strong as fuck, basically. What does it matter? I don't have to be... My waist doesn't have to be tiny. It would be nice. Like, like I'm probably a 31, 30-inch waist now. I'd like to go back to 28 inches, but I know it's going to require a lot of work to get there. And it's whether I want to put myself through it and be more strict and at this moment in time, I'm not feeling it. So it's like, I need to just be more chill with myself. And, you know, it's not the end of the world. Like, I'm so strong. I know that really for me, actually, the weight loss, if I do want to lose like the five kilogram again, I actually want to do it so I can move better. I can pull, I can lift myself up easier. I can like move better in handstands. And it's not about the way I look, because I think that process of shredding actually then took me back to being obsessed with how I look. And it just, it becomes an unhealthy obsession, which I don't like, basically. I really don't like it. So I've kind of now gone full circle and I'm back on um, a different training plan, which is more just strength focused and just about... Eating, you know, I know I need to eat how much how much protein I need to eat. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But it's not a strict diet. And 
I apologize for my yawning in this. It's been a very long day and I want to make sure I get this out tomorrow. Um, I want to just be strong as fuck, basically. It's, that's that's what I want now. And I want to be able to move and do certain skills. And I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm so much more patient with it. So now my current, uh, which I've been asked actually um, from the poll I'd put on Instagram, um, my current training split, I do a full body session, a upper session and a lower session. And then I am trying to do two handstand sessions a week, which actually sometimes isn't happening, especially when I have workshops on a weekend because there just physically isn't enough hours. And my body, like my weight sessions are quite heavy. So my weight sessions, I'm trying to tailor towards aiding everything else. Uh, it's a bit different to what I've done previously, but I am back on squats and deadlifts which I absolutely love. Like feeling strong, there's no better feeling than being strong. But the gradualness of this plan that I'm on is just perfect for me. Like I'm not not in a rush to lift heavy. I'm not fussed. Like I'm my attitude towards like, do I want to go and get a hundred K squat? Like I'm not bothered. I just know if I can lift and move, I'm happy and as, and be injury free. Cause for me, injuries, you know, have stopped me getting places. And I think I still have going on a tangent I still get frustrated with my shoulder impingement and potentially now I think I have shoulder impingement in both shoulders which second time is from pull-ups which is annoying but it was inevitable in terms of I've put a lot of load on my right side and not really engaged the left and there was going to come a point where it's just going to be like no no don't like you anymore which is what it's doing now and dealing with injuries when you're training is a pain in the ass and I think me being obsessed with being equal being in line that I have become a little bit more chilled with it I find the way I don't me the way not to obsess over it is to just do it and not overthink it but obviously be aware of what I'm doing so in terms of like rather than going into a squat thinking straight am I straight I'm like, okay just let me do that like Rather than just doing that, right, I'm going to squat, need to brace, suck, hold my breath on the way down, breath, breathe out on the way up. I need to just do basics rather than overthink it. I can, and also actually, I've also recently more discovered that I actually work better under pressure, a lot better. Um, <laughs> don't know why, but I do. I just kick ass and get things done. I think when I can be in my own head and be like, no, I can't do this, or yeah, I can do this then I either do or don't. And I think one thing that with True Coach that I've found is that, so I've set reps and sets to do and I'll do the first set and then on the next set, I've got, I generally write how I feel and like obviously Cub gets the delightfulness of me just being like, that was shit, why, what is wrong with you? Or, you know, just entertaining, like not necessarily that I was shit, but as in like that amount of reps was shit, why would you do this to me? Um, or, um, you know, just saying how it is. But I find that actually what I do is I kind of preempt how I'm going to feel on a set. So I will put, like, say it was strict dips. My first set of five went fine. So I actually say, actually, the next two sets were okay and I did five before I've done them. So in my head, I'm already completing them and I've got no excuse and that actually massively helps. And nine times out of ten it works and I do do the reps that I say I'm going to do. 
unless something else comes into my brain and screws it all up for me, which, you know, isn't ideal. I'm yawning my absolute nut off right now. How long have we got? Oh, God, we're on half an hour of me just chatting about draining. Um, it's a long, you know, I mean, I've probably been training now since properly. Like I, just, like I started at around 25, but, you know, the last few years is when I've really ramped it up um, since COVID and stuff. So, I mean, pre-COVID I was training, but in COVID I did actually beast, 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 just absolutely just worked as hard as I possibly could. So, as I was saying, I've kind of trained, I've changed, sorry, I have not trained, I've changed a lot over the years, and I suppose I've learned a lot of lessons about myself. I've definitely got, you know, more patient with myself, because patience is something that sometimes wears thin with me, but generally quite good, but I just get frustrated, and I've learned that it's not really it's not about the way you look really in training it's more about what you can do and how good it is for your brain because honestly like how I feel before a session sometimes when I'm not in the mood versus after honestly even though I might be exhausted after I feel better my body's moved and minus the doms for the next few days I'm so glad I've done it and there's no better feeling and obviously there's certain things in training that I don't like, but I do try and push myself to do cardio, even though I don't like it because I know that it will benefit me. I know that more cardio is obviously going to help with um, getting my weight down, which, like I said now, my weight loss previously was because I didn't like the way I looked, whereas now it's more about actually I want to be able to move better and my goals in training have totally changed. I think now more my goals are I really want to get my press to handstand, which is proving difficult because of flexibility and strength. But I'm working on both of those at the same time, so I'm hoping at some point it will just click. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, so I want to be able to get stronger, get as strong as I possibly can with the weightlifting. For me, I'm enjoying my three-day split because I used to do four what three day split works well for me because I graft on those three days and I kind of just get it done. I still don't struggle with motivation anymore. Anymore, does that make sense? So obviously previously I'd just be like, oh, I've got to go to the gym, God's sake. Whereas now like I want to go to the gym. And but actually there was a point where I'd get annoyed when I couldn't go to the gym because of work. But now I just be like, right, well, if I can't go now, I'll just go later. It's absolutely fine. Just chill out. I'm trying my best to not stress out about training. And the same with like my progress. If you can hear rain, it might be relaxing. Apologies. I'm not sure if it's going to pick it up. It is absolutely tipping it down out there. So for anyone who... I don't know if anyone feels me on this, like, but anyone who does get frustrated with the training and think that maybe they're plateauing or they're not really getting anywhere, like sometimes you just got to give yourself a little bit of slack. You know, you got to look at everything else that's going on around. Is there other, is there other stresses? Are you tired? Are you getting enough sleep? Like all these different things affect, and I know, I know my body now, especially as a female, like different parts of the cycle. Some days I just can't balance for shit. 
And like I have people tell me that like, oh, my handstands are rubbish, they're nowhere near as good as yours. And I'm like, I've been doing them a long time. And consistently, like you've got to keep consistent, even on the days when you do not feel like doing your like dips, for example, because really dips are just awful. But I'm getting used to them. Or negative chin-ups. Just do them, minus obviously I can't at the moment because of injury. Just do them because they might feel awful, but doing them on the awful days will be when you go back to it on the good day, it'll feel easier. And it's the same principle with handstands. Like some days you might be really good and some days you might be terrible. Like you've also got to think about if you have for me like if I've done a full body session, the next day my body's roll off and I can't do much. But I do find that I also do do a session, so a leg session or an upper body session, and try handstands after. And sometimes it's really good and sometimes it's terrible, but I just have a play because actually those are the days when I don't overthink handstands. And I do find that sometimes my overthinking can mess things up for me. So it's and that is something that I am trying to focus on because just trying to chill out especially like in a handstand don't overthink everything but I obviously I think being a coach and a perfectionist doesn't help whatsoever um and so I got asked for, I think I've, I've pretty much answered like a few questions that I did get asked so um in regards to the split and it's like what a split and train what, what split oh my gosh what's my training split right now and also the lessons, I suppose the lessons that I've learned is to, to be kinder to myself, be more patient to myself, um, have rest days because that is something I never used to do and I just I used to think that I have to go every day because otherwise I'm going to feel like shit and that's what I was saying before about getting frustrated when I couldn't go and I just used to think I have to go to the gym otherwise my brain, is I'm going to lose the plot, like I'm going to lose my shit. But to me, that actually just identified, actually, well, what is what am I using the gym as a distraction for? Like, there's obviously something that I'm not happy about in my life or something that's going on that I'm not dealing with. I'm going to the gym to try and deal with it, which, you know, the gym is a good escape, but actually, ultimately, if there's shit you need to deal with, you need to deal with it because the, the more you try and hide it and bury it, actually doesn't get any better just going to the gym and masking it. It's like, you know, it's like a kid who might not be happy and they just played on the game all the time because it's a distraction from real life. It's a similar thing. That's what the gym can be a distraction. So even though it's good for your mental health, actually, I know that having a rest day is also good for my mental health. Like actually giving myself a break and just switching off and maybe just sitting. If I'm having a shit day, sitting with how shit I feel that day. And then the next day is a new day and it'll be fine. And it always feels worse, especially when the, the week before the period decides to drop, everything feels like the world's going to end and it's awful. Um, but also, yeah, I've I've kind of learned to sync myself with the cycle a little bit more. You'd think by 32 years old I'd have an idea of my training and my cycle, but, you know, we're all. Apple definitely does help me out on that. To I realise that some days, you know, before I'm due on, I'm as weak as absolute shit, basically. And then when I come on, I'm like, I have two or three days of being strong and then maybe a few days of not being 100%. And then I'm back for a few weeks of, you know, what can I do? So I've definitely learned 
so much about myself and my personality and things, my traits, doing training, I've, I've learned so much and I've learned to, how to deal with the frustration and what, you know, well, if I can't go to the gym, I've got to go for a walk because that's going to get me out in the fresh air and fresh air is also really good. And, yeah, I would say I've chatted for, oh, God, this is a long one, but this is, fitness is my passion and... You know, I've, I've been so lucky that I've turned this passion into a job as well. And, I, you know, with handstands, what I would say, considering that my life is about handstands, this podcast hasn't featured handstands as much as what it should have done, but we roll. I think, actually, for me, instead, what I try and tell people now, instead of trying to obsess over how you, like... I mean, you don't want to obsess how you look because ultimately you're just going to be forever looking at yourself and not be happy. Even when you've got to that stage where you thought you'd be happy, you probably still won't be. When it comes to lifting weights and getting strong, you know, celebrate the little wins because even when you might not have got as heavy as what you thought you'd had or thought you was going to get, you still moved and you still got to the gym. That's progress. doesn't matter. It will pay off eventually. And don't get frustrated with your training. If you're training a skill and you've never done it before, it's going to be hard. Like this, I would say this is quite relative to hands It's going to be shit at the start. You're not going to be perfect, but you wouldn't be doing it if you could already do it because then you wouldn't be challenging yourself and putting yourself, you know, outside your comfort zone. But I do, I do believe that by learning a skill or a, um, God, what's the word? Well, I suppose it's learning a skill or like a sport actually takes away from fitness being a chore. And as long as you're not trying to be too competitive, like I get, I get competitiveness, I do, because it can motivate some people, but also it can have an adverse effect. So just be aware of how, Things like that could make you feel whether actually it's healthy competition or not. Like, it's most important thing is to not compare yourself to anyone else. I, I know that my body isn't like anyone else's body and the way I function isn't. And if I go, well, they can press and I can't, I'm shit. It's not like handstand press. You know, why am, I, why am I comparing myself? It doesn't matter. But I might be able to do something else that they can't do. And we've all got our strengths and we've all got our weaknesses. So... Just use them to your advantage. And if you are new to this podcast, thank you for listening to the podcast. I have gone on for 40 minutes and now I need to chill. And yeah, maybe go to bed early tonight. Don't know what early is ever. And thank you to everyone who has listened so far because I've had so many nice messages and I really do appreciate people who then go out of the way to message me and say that, it's inspired them or it's relatable. Um, I'm hoping this podcast is relatable. Obviously, a lot of it is for people to get to know me more, but then, you know, that some people might actually relate to. Um, I obviously, I, I'm not set out on this podcast to offend anyone in any way, even though I am outspoken. I know that, you know, some people can take things the wrong way and I wouldn't want to offend anyone because it's not really worth it. And, yeah, I hope... 
you enjoyed my let's have a look have I gone to 45 minutes nearly 44 minute ramble about my fitness journey if anyone has got any other questions on stuff that they would like to know um yeah I could probably do a solo podcast on my handstands and the journey of handstands which I may do next or, or one of the upcoming ones but yeah if if I can you know become addicted to training and turn my life around then so can you because trust me I wasn't born to be an athlete and well not that I call myself well I do as a joke call myself an athlete but I've turned my life around and fitness has changed my life forever and it, honestly I could not imagine my life without any form of training in them in it at all and considering you know 15 years ago that was not the case anyone can do it you know it it becomes a bug and you actually realize that training is it's about improving yourself and if you take up a discipline or a sport it's then you get to discover so much about yourself i'm obviously being biased but learn handstands because it's definitely the best skill to learn but obviously if not try something else unless you physically can anyone can get upside down and that is a fact uh yeah Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling because I've made it, I just wanted to make it 45 minutes, which I've basically done. So I look forward to next week's podcast.